we use tired and sleepy. Yep, tired and sleepy. Because you're sad. And Owie. And what? Owie. What do you mean, owie? What are you talking about? I'm sad and owie. I'm not sleeping because I'm hurting, so that makes me tired and... Huh? You're... Say, say all that again. I'm not sleeping because I'm hurting, and so it makes me tired, and then I end up taking naps, and now I'm not sleeping well from the nap, so I gotta take another nap. <laughs> I'm not sleeping well because of the nap. No, I'm not. So I take it. No, I'm I'm taking a nap. Not sleeping well when I take a nap. So now I gotta take another nap. But like I said, naps are evil. Anyway. Naps are evil. Naps are not evil. Naps are necessary. Um. Naps are definitely evil. Alright, do the thing. Roll the intro. short list, very short list, very, 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 very short list, because you're tired and sleepy. Are you tired and sleepy too? So the list is short. I feel like I, I like that. I feel the same way I always feel at 6 o'clock. Especially on a... No, no. This is... No, no, no. This is how I always feel. This is every day of the week, 6 o'clock. I have... The, I feel like that. I try to get up have, at 5.30, but my body said no. I know, but I don't have... I don't have a... There's no difference. It doesn't matter if it's the weekend, because I'm still working. Yeah. I've been I've been designing, uh, doing T-shirt designs, basically all day while football was on. So, all right. So on the list, what we got here? We got Happy New Year. Yeah, it's Happy New Year. <laughs> yes, you did not podcast last week, <laughs> and it's now 2024. February 8th. <sighs> I swear I've been waiting uh, more than a year for that. New Halo, February 8th. And does anybody care about the Golden Globes? No, but the, the guy, Joe Floyd, he's hilarious. They always get a comedian, though. Who cares? I mean, really, the Golden Globes? Isn't that just like a... Isn't that like an acting circle jerk? I don't know. 
I'm not paying who, attention. Who? Screen Actors Guild. Who? Who votes for the Golden Globes? I don't know. That's not a people's choice. I'll look it up. I'll ask you because. I know one of them is like, they're, it's them praising themselves. Not the Oscars? No. The Oscars... The Oscars are made up of actors, but it's also made up of lots of other people from the industry. The Golden Globes are made up of 300 journalists from around the world. So it's the journalists. I don't know. It's like such a whatever. Anyway, all right. So it's twenty twenty four. Um, you got any uh, any 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 wild New Year's Eve stories? Transitioning from twenty twenty three to twenty twenty four. Not the stuff from your past. I'm talking about the stuff. This, I'm talking about this this last no, one. Not the stuff from your past. You ain't got you ain't got no wild and craziness. You didn't do anything because I know what I did. I did exactly what I said I was gonna do. You went to bed. Went to bed. I was in the bed before ten. Sleep. No, the children and I stayed up. I don't know what we did. I think Keegan and I watched a thing, and Aaron talked to Frank. That's it. That's it. <laughs> wow. Exciting. for like 12 and a half hours. Then went to bed, got up, and talked to Frank for another 12 hours, and then... This sounds very exciting. Yeah, Keegan started a new job. That's a, well, the only excitement for the new year. That, I didn't ask you about excitement for the new year. That's it. I asked you for New Year's Eve. Nothing. You diving into other shit. Nothing. Nothing exciting. You know why? Because you're a sad bunny. Because I'm old. I'm old. Yep. I agree. Alright. Um, you know. Monday is the last college football game of this season. I didn't know. I thought they were all done. No, the championship game is Monday night. Okay. Tomorrow. Cool. It will not feature an SEC team. Oh. It's going to be Washington and Michigan? Yes, it is. So tomorrow's the Rose Bowl. No, the Rose Bowl already happened. So what's tomorrow's game? The championship game. It's not a bowl? That's a good question. I don't know if it's a if it has a bowl name attached to it. Let's see. I don't think so. Yeah, it's just called CFP National Championship. It's not a bowl game. Presented by AT&T. 
It's it's not a bowl game. It's it's the this is the end of the championship series. The four teams, which I think next year will be eight teams okay. playing for a championship. Because, you know, whoever the fifth team is, the whole world gets all up in arms and is like, this is terrible that they're not in. Yeah. Well, next year, she's going to be the ninth team. Right. <laughs> whoever the fans of that ninth team are, yeah. that's who's going to be all up in arms. It's not going to ever be fixed. But, I mean, you know, just like in college basketball, you, you know, you have a... a 64 teams in a tournament, the 65th team, people are always, they're like, we should have been in. Right. So, whatever. You're not going to ever solve that problem. But, the SEC will not be represented. They'll win. Yes, but it's a, it's a big deal. Plus, Georgia went last week. They were the national champions last year. And last week they had to play Florida, who was that team that should that that people were saying should have gotten into the tournament because they were undefeated and Alabama had one loss and um, Texas had one loss and Texas beat Alabama, so Alabama shouldn't have been in and Florida State, of course, felt like they should have been in. And then, because students can say they're, they are or are not going to play in the game, they can opt out. And the transfer portal happens at the same time. They can actually be on their way or be close to being on their way to a new school during that time, during the... Bowls. Right. Season. So, they basically, I think it was 20 plus players from the Florida State team did not play in the bowl game. Oh, dear. And the final score of that game was 63 to 3. Oh. They played Georgia. They played Georgia. Oh, my. Right. So basically, it's kind of it was almost like a protest. We didn't get in. We should have gotten in. Since we didn't get in, we're not then we're just not. Basically, we're just not going to play. Which is essentially what they ended up doing. Because if they would have gotten in, none of those players. I mean, if they would have gotten into the championship series, you know that everybody who was eligible to play would have wanted to play. All the yep. starters. They yep. wouldn't have gone to the transfer portal they wouldn't have opted out they would have played the game right and maybe gone to the transfer portal afterwards but they they damn sure would have you know yeah they wouldn't have they wouldn't have protested in such a such a fashion right because that's what it felt like i mean their quarterback was already hurt he was hurt before the last game they played right so and that was what people are thinking is the reason why they didn't get in because the team that went undefeated was now not that team anymore because they lost their quarterback. Right. Which that's 
a team is more than one player. Nah, but the team is a lot of the quarterback. I mean, your offensive production has a lot to do with the quarterback. You you could take one quarterback, pick them up, take them out of the team, and drop another quarterback in, and that team can literally go from losing to winning, and from winning to losing. Yeah. Well, think about think about quarterbacks who who live and die on their arm, or think of quarterbacks who live and die on their legs. Yeah. You know, not. Not what they call uh, game managers, but guys who, you know, you take a Donovan McNabb away from the Eagles. Yeah. That's not the same team. You know, the team is built for a certain kind of quarterback. Right. You know, you take that person away, and all of a sudden, that team doesn't operate the same way anymore. So, we shall see who the national champion will be come tomorrow. I probably won't know until Tuesday because I will be asleep. Yeah. It's so hard. Even though this game, I think, starts at like 7.30, it is so hard to watch a game in the evening. Like Monday Night Football, I I don't think I've seen but maybe one Monday Night Football game. In its entirety. Like to the end this year. Same thing with Sunday Night Football. It's the same thing. The game starts at like 8 o'clock. Man, please. By 9, I am I'm drooling on myself in my chair. Yeah. True. Um, all right. I'm going to ask a political question before we get to the really important stuff. Um... Is the bully pulpit of the President of the United States really as big now that followers can reach... That people can reach their followers, which could be up in the millions, um, due to like social media and podcasts and YouTube and all that stuff. Is the is the president's bully pulpit really all that big? Because the idea of the bully pulpit was they every time the president comes to a microphone, the world's press is covering what they're saying. Yeah. Then broadcasting what they said out to whoever. But now with social media, you've got people who have a million followers, ten million followers. And if they say something, are they having more of an impact today? I don't know, because no matter what the president says, it's regardless of which platform he's using, it's still... Attention is still drawn to it. Okay, you're talking about platform. I'm not talking about platform. I'm talking about he gets up in the... And he at, he gets up in the in the um, press room yeah. and just talks yeah. about whatever. Yeah. Okay. Now, the the really the platform is is literally the press. Yeah. But is it as impactful? I think it today? is today. Do you think it is because you're old person, or do you think it is no. because? You're 
I think it is diminishing the the impact of those big, 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 quote unquote, influencers that are out there reaching millions of people. You're asking, is the president's bully pulpit negated? As impactful. Well, I would say yes, it's, it's still as impactful, but are you saying that because there are other people who have just as many followers? Okay, I'm not talking, no, I'm not talking about his followers. I'm not talking about him on social media. No, but you're talking about social media influencers. Yes, their followers, but you're... The, your reach. I would say I would say the president's reach is still further and more impactful than a social media influencer because whatever our president says is now shown around the world. Whereas these influencers but may not have that same, even I, regardless of how well, many. I don't know. It, I, they're not going to be picked up by news stations around the world. That's not true. Some things that influencers do are picked up Some by things, the media. But not well, everything. but that, but that's, that's, but that's but my e- point. Everything the president says from the pulpit, from his podium, is picked up around the world. It is, but it is it as impactful? See, they're covering it because the president is talking. Yeah. But is it really as important? to people as what the influencers that those people follow. Oh, because people don't really care about politics. Hence, is it impactful? That's my point. Is is the bully pulpit of the president of the United States as impactful as a social media influencer? Yeah, 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 exactly. See, this is, I, I, I was thinking about this, know, like, just... like, like the president did, um, what was it? Did he go to Valley Forge this week? I have no idea. I think so. And, you know, it's just the, well, okay, there you go. The idea that you just said, I have no idea. And they made a big deal about it because he was commemorating January 6th. I mean, I saw him talking about January sixth, but right, but I don't that's know what, what he was, that was. The, I wasn't paying attention. But that was the. I think you're making my point. No, this is this is what I mean. You know more. You care more right now, right this moment. If RuPaul posts something, yep, then the president of the United States, yep. who is being covered, on all these different um, news agencies. And around the world, but RuPaul's voice is hitting you where you live. Yeah. And you care more about it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. So, does that mean that someone like Trump has a bigger podium now than the President of the United States, not because of news organizations, but because of social media? I would say sure. Sure. As far as impact, yeah. you know, the person could, and I'm not talking about really, I'm really not talking about Trump. I'm really just talking about anybody 
who has a large following in the social media space, whether it be YouTube or whatever. Yeah. No. I, I, it, it was just something that hit me. I forget why why that hit me this week, last week. But it's something that that piqued my interest because it kind of seems like now people, younger people, they're not swayed by what the president is saying at a podium. Most of them don't even know anything about a president. Well, you're 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 I'm, you're a person who follows politics, and you don't you're not even paying attention to it. It's because I work too much, and I have no time to to do it during the week. So the, if I get any politics, it's on the weekends. Right, but that's just it. That's not how it used to be. That's what I, I used mean. To make I, time for it too, and I don't anymore. But it's still the the. The fact that the president said something was something that people discussed. Yeah. That you know, the fact that the president of the United States is, you know, calling out Trump for being the leader of an insurrection on January sixth. That's just a fact. No, but it, to say it at, in that bully pulpit forum, and then, but if it doesn't do much good if. The people that need to hear it aren't even paying attention at all. They're paying more attention to Twitter. Casey Neistat or, you know, the, the whoever's big on Twitter at the moment. Or, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're paying attention to other shit. Yeah. You know, people that have a lot of stuff. Like the shit that happened on Club Shay Shay. Same thing. That's hitting way more people than anything that that Biden would have done and it's like we have two sets two distinct sets of media now yeah. and younger people are on one side of that media and older people on the other side of that media and even the older people aren't really paying attention to what they're talking about on the news Yeah, it's like they're starting to it's like reading the newspaper mm-hmm. you know Remember, they were going through this big thing of, of, you know, losing subscribers to people of people getting the newspaper. Right. I think they've, I think they've solved that by just making putting their papers behind paywalls. Right. But online, but I don't know if that makes people want to read the paper. Because if somebody sends me a New York Times article and it automatically pops up when you gotta pay to read it, I just yeah. click away and go find it somewhere else a different article with the same information well that's because i'm not paying well of course not i mean if if you don't want to pay for the paper to you know i mean you don't really necessarily want to pay for the paper when you're really just trying to read one article but yeah it's it's very I, i it's very interesting to think that The media that used to matter almost doesn't matter anymore, and they're they're fighting for their lives. They're fighting for relevancy. You know, like we've got, and and it's funny because they're pumping out way more content than anybody else could pump out, like MSNBC, Fox, 
They're, they're pumping out way more content because they're on 24 hours a day. Right. Nobody, no influencer is on 24 hours a day. No. But MSNBC is. Right. And they have an agenda. They have a, a slant. They have their more liberal, you know, leaning way of viewing events in the world. Fox has its conservative side. CNN has its weird side. You know, whatever. Okay, but with all of that 24 hours a day, that's still not as impactful as Cat Williams coming on Club Shay Shay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, maybe the... The things that happen that go viral, maybe they don't hit everybody. But neither does MSNBC. You know? So it's kind of it's kind of one of those things. It's it's kind of it's something to watch. It's something to watch. Because I was thinking about like if you had somebody like running for president, why, why, kind of why waste time giving speeches? Why waste time traveling to know. go to places when you can just say it and all these other, and especially like on YouTube, yeah. you can do your whole speech. Most of the speeches that I I watch are because I'm watching them on YouTube anyway. Yeah. Because I'm I'm not watching them when they're happening. Yeah. I'm watching them sometime afterwards. When, and even if you... I mean, you got to go, like, say, to the White House's account to get what the president said mm-hmm. two days ago or three days ago or yeah. whatever. It's... It's, it's something to watch. I, I think we're, we're, we're witnessing a seismic shift. And we're seeing the... The, the end of a bully pulpit actually meaning something. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they're like, you know, that, you know, around the world, they're paying attention. No, they're not. No. They're really not. The leaders at- of those countries right. are paying attention. Yeah. But regular folks, they don't, care. they don't care one bit about, they barely care about what their political people are talking about. Yeah. They damn sure don't care about the President of the United States. No. Unless unless boots are going on the ground in their country, they do not give a damn. Thanks. You know? And we act like everybody cares. It's like, no, they don't. No, they don't. There's a small group of people that are paying attention. And even if they talk about it on their news, especially in the countries that we've been in, most people are not watching the news. Nope. And if they don't have... Or they don't understand the significance. Well, if they don't have democracies, they can't vote on any of this stuff anyway right. when it does impact their country. So if that being the case, then like in China, I don't think I met one person that knew anything about politics. Even people that were in the party didn't even know what was going on in the party. Right. They just knew that they had to vote a certain way because they were being told to vote a certain way when the time came for them to vote. Right. But it wasn't about, like, 
I made up my mind to vote a certain way. And right. that, that wasn't, that's just not how they, how they operated. And they didn't care about what was happening outside of, really, their city. Right. So it wasn't about national good. It was all about just... Their local. Yeah, their local area. Something very interesting. So, have you watched the Club Shay Shay thing yet? No. Oh my God. I wonder what it's up to. Keegan was watching it. Aaron started watching it. It's three hours long. It's three hours long. Well, there's one, there's one clip where that they put together. It's like forty-five minutes. That's only the stuff where he talked about, like other comedians. Mm-hmm. We're talking about when Cat Williams was on Club Shay Shay. Uh, I think it was like Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. It got published or something like that. Um, and. That was the one I saw first. Because I thought that was the whole show. Oh, because no. Club Shay Shay is usually not that long. Right. So I, I, that was the one that popped up. And I was like, well, I start, I just watched it because it was Cat Williams. Yeah. And he like starts out like, I, I don't know why you let these people come on here. And I was like, oh shit. You know I mean, it's like, he just starts going off at the beginning. Like, Shannon doesn't even have, he doesn't even ask questions. It's it's just Cat Williams going off. Oh, and the first Right. And and then um, a few days later, I I was doing... So, oh, when I was moving all the stuff around here, and I just let it run the whole thing. And that's when I got to see it, the whole conversation. And then I saw where Shannon started asking questions and stuff. But, like, literally for the first, like, 30 minutes or something... He didn't ask any questions. And it's... It has... Set a lot of shit ablaze. Because he's not talking about... People that... You don't know. He's not doing what a lot of stars do. Like where they... um, They insinuate... About people that... You might know but they won't name them. Yeah. Yeah he didn't do that. He named them and then said what they did. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. And he's talking about basically 90s comedians. Mm-hmm. Black 90s comedians. And basically just going off on everyone that he deemed not funny. Yeah. But some of the stuff that he was talking about was happening with a whole lot of other people around. And some of the accusations are accusations that other people have been making. So then it's like, oh, this sounds like this might be true. Like, he's not, like, um, one of them was about Steve Harvey uh, stealing material. And... um, What's his first name? Curry. Mark Curry. Mark. The one that did um, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Okay. He's the one talking about... Years ago, he was talking about Steve Harvey taking basically his entire show. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. 
hanging with Mr. Cooper, Steve Harvey like like redid the show. Literally took the show. There, so they're not talking. He wasn't. Cat wasn't really talking about stuff that was just like things that couldn't be verified type things. Right. He talked about, I think, Cedric stealing one of his jokes. And, you know, for a comedian, stealing a joke is like rappers and you stole my lyrics. I right. mean, you know, it's it's a... In the world of comedy, all you have is the jokes that you've written. Right. I mean, there is no other real product right. outside of the jokes that you've written. I mean, characters that you might have played that you wrote the, the dialogue for but it's still really it's stuff that you've written maybe performed when it comes to acting but it's really it's a writer's game yeah. and and plagiarism is the whole it's the whole game I mean right. you know if you don't if you're walking around saying like this is mine but I did it years before and you're acting like you did. You're now doing it. And it's new. You're pulling a Melania Trump right. out here. I mean, come on now. You know. Pause for a moment. Why are we pausing? I'm getting a phone call, a work call. Oh God. Hello. What's up? All right. Sorry. Now we're back. Had to work. I should. I, I wonder. Should there be a polka? No. Well, <laughs> sure. Why not a polka? You say, yeah. Well, sure. See, you, you just chose violence, is what you just did. I always choose violence, apparently. <laughs> Fucking therapist. My physical therapist wakes up and chooses violence and takes it hey, out on my hey, body. Hey, I told you it was torture. Oh my god. I told you it I was have... torture. I even created a whole design based Listen. around the tools uh, and torture. Tool the tools of torture. So I did my my um pulley thing at work the other day because I hadn't done it. I hadn't done it in a while. Like uh, I hadn't done it. I've been uh, doing the other exercises because mm -hmm. it's easier to do like the one where you put the thing on the desk and like roll out straight and then roll back. Did you have to do that? No. Um, and then do the stretching and then like lifting my arm and like opening the up and doing the behind me. I can do all those, but it's the pulley one where I actually have to close my door, sit down and do the pulley thing. Yeah, you do. And so I was doing it. It was like the end of the night. We only had a couple kids left. And one of the moms came in who is a massage therapist. And she looks at my face and she's like, that's painful, huh? And I was like, yeah. And I just kept going because I set my timer for three minutes. It's what I got to do. I just keep going. And um, she came back from picking up her daughter and she said, oh, my gosh, you're doing a great job. And I was like, no, I'm not. And no, I'm not. I, it was... The pain was so. Are you only doing it bad. straight, straight up and down? Right now, I'm only doing it. So you're not even moving out to the sides. Not yet. You're just doing straight yep. up and down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just wanted to cry. <laughs> okay. Like, 
And my my one staff member, she's had shoulder surgery. She's young. She's an athlete, so she's had shoulder surgery. And she's like, wait till you got to do this one. And she, like, shows me some of the other exercises that she had to do. And I was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Yeah, you'll... There's, I mean, basically... I'm not getting my other one done. Physical therapy is, is essentially just really, really painful for... Uh, rotator cuff repair surgery and it's like you're just always in that in that zone of an ache pain it's always like it's always there yeah no matter how you position your arm it's always there and you're going to get to the point where not stretching is going to cause you more pain than if you are stretching when I'm in the shower every morning, while my shoulder is under the hot water, then I do some of the like the cross body stretches, and then I try to like use the wall to go upward <laughs> while it's warm. Yeah, I. But I do it every morning in the shower. Every time I get in the shower. I mean, it's fine, but like I said, you're gonna. And then get out of the shower and everything starts to cool down and tighten back up again. Sucks and, it right back up. <laughs> yep. Um, but then I do it throughout the day where I'm like, and like doing the, so I have to take like a two liter bottle, put my arms on the two liter bottle and kind of roll out to stretch out the muscles and then roll it back in and then I do that for two minutes. I don't know if that's any different than putting a strap around a pole and pull back and forth. I mean, Well, they said that they didn't want me to do any pulling. But, like, <clears throat> normally, I've been holding my purse and my lunch bag in my hand. Like, since I had the surgery, I've been using my arm like that with the brace and stuff. Right. And it never really hurt. But when I got out of the car on Friday, I could not hold my bag. I couldn't hold my lunch bag. And my lunch bag wasn't that heavy. Huh. But I get you understand, you were at work all day. I was at work all week, and I was just... my. Okay, you I weren't just, at work all week. I was at work all week. <laughs> you were at work all day. <laughs> Let me tell you, that the pain on Friday and then into Saturday. I woke up Saturday morning and just went and took a pill. <laughs> yeah. And I don't normally take, like, the pain pills. I'll take Tylenol every day, a couple times a day. That's not a big deal. But I haven't been taking the Tramadol at all. And this weekend, I was like, I am not doing this. I told you I don't you know that. if I did, like, if I slapped on my arm wrong, if I, like, turned on my no, shoulder. because but... you lay on your back. And when you lay on your back, your arm flattens out. Your whole body kind of, your shoulders flatten out. I've been out. doing that since surgery. I haven't been... I, I know that I've woken up a couple times where I'm on my left shoulder. Well, you're gonna you're gonna turn, you're gonna move, and turning on onto the shoulder side, the bad shoulder side. Oh yeah, that's gonna hurt a lot. I mean, I wake up every night like that, but I also wake up and then I shift into another position. But I also do that throughout the day. Yeah, I'm in a position. The pain increases. I shift and move into another position until the pain increases there. But I, my my issue is 
I'm doing that with my left shoulder. I'm doing that with my right shoulder. I'm doing that with my left knee. I'm doing that with my right knee. I'm doing that with my ankles. Yeah. I'm constantly moving. So that's why I get up and I start doing woodworking or whatever because, or, you know, redecorate the entire room or whatever. That That's why. Because if I stop and everything tightens back up again. Yeah. And sitting down here in the cold is not good for your joints. Being in Michigan is not good for no, the joints. No, I'm ready to go. <clears throat> I'm not even joking. We had money to be out, I'd be Because, out. honestly, I didn't feel like this. Even I bet you your shoulder didn't feel like this in Puerto Rico. Oh, it, absolutely it, not. It feel, I mean, it's a big difference. And I don't think people realize how big a difference it actually is. But if you have joint pain and you go somewhere like warm. tropical or warm, it changes everything about how your body feels. Yeah. And then if you come somewhere cold, even though I'm not outside, but it just there's some there's something else going on that is affecting joints. Yeah. It's not just temperature, it's something else. It's just temperature low temperature accompanies whatever that is. Yeah. And well, I wonder if it's also like the production of vitamin D. Well, I don't know, but we weren't outside a lot. I mean, we were only outside a little bit. I know. We I just happened to have the windows open. But we weren't, like, getting any real direct sunlight or anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's something about warm, humid, and all of a sudden... I wouldn't say like all pain goes away, but a significant amount of it goes away. Yeah, it does. And I mean, like when we were in San Shui, I was walking six to ten miles a day. Yep. Depending on the day and what I was doing that day. Yep. Because just by going to work, you were walking a ton. Yeah. Just, just walking, walking in the, the building. Just walk. Just walk into the bus. Right. Stop. That, I told somebody this. You know, it's like it's like a mile or more, maybe almost a mile and a half to two miles to get from the bus stop to my desk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Easy. 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 You know? A mile. So it's like you know, it, and then to go from my desk to. Classroom. The classrooms, if they were on the other side of the, it's at the least buildings, a quarter of a mile, half a mile. Right. You know, and so you're doing that all day long. Yeah. And then you're going back to the bus stop. And then you're walking from the bus stop back to your house. Well, and it was a quarter of a mile from our apartment to our bus to the bus stop to in the front bus of our stop. building. Right. And some days I was going and getting off two stops before our stop. So just so you could walk. And then I'd walk back. Yeah. So, yeah, you easily getting in well over 10,000 steps. Oh, sure. You know, even with the Fitbit. Um, but, yeah, it's, I don't know, the, the, the pain in the joints and... I don't know. It seems like arthritic pain is magnified here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I I I I have so much pain now 
that, like, I can't tell when I'm in pain sometimes. Yeah. Like, my right knee for a while was, and this is the one I got to get surgery on on the 26th. And I was, like, feeling like, why am I getting surgery? Like, I don't feel anything. I'm not feeling any pain. And then I did something. And all of a sudden it was like really bad pain. It was like maybe this is why I need surgery. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, a, that's why. Oh, there's the reason. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, but, you know. There is a tear, you know. Right. It is a meniscus tear. It is there. They've seen it. You know, there's no other course of action they can take. There is a, it's either surgery or live with it. Right. You know. I need to go and get my left or my right knee checked again. But I'm really hesitant to go because the last time I went, you were with me. They basically just said, you're fat, lose weight, and it'll be fine. Well, I've well, lost, lost weight. I've lost over 100 pounds since that appointment. And it's still not fine. It still hurts the same way it hurt before. Except for now, it just feels like... I don't know how else to describe it other than it feels full. It's, so when I bend my knee, it's like super tight. Well, it could be. It just hurts all the time. And then the bone still pops out. And it happens usually in my sleep. But you know, some of that, what you're describing, probably could be dealt with in therapy. Maybe, but... Well, I mean, what you're talking about, what they you're describing is... They didn't want me to do therapy last know, time. They told me to lose weight. I know, but what... Well, they would tell you to lose weight because that takes the pressure off the knee. I get that. So, but, but no, you've lost the weight. Mm -hmm. Okay? But what, what you're getting is inflammation... Which is that full liquid feeling. Yeah. But then the popping out part, that's a strengthening issue. Yeah, the, of the ligament. Yeah. There's yeah. more than one. So that that therapy could potentially help that. Now, if no, as long as nothing's torn or frayed or, you know, damaged, you could potentially go to therapy and... I don't have the same pain as I had... Before I had surgery last time. That's for sure. It's That's just good. that fullness feeling and then it constantly popping out. And that is excruciatingly yeah, painful. it's very painful. Well, I sit here and if I move my, if I, like, because I, I tend not to, you know, cross my legs at the ankle anymore. Yeah. Because if I do, both my knees. Slide out? Slide out. And, and then if I pick up my legs and put my feet back on the floor, like flat on the floor, yeah. then they want to pop back in uh, and that really hurts. That It's like you almost kind of don't want it to pop back in. Yeah. I find that I'm more comfortable now sitting with my legs crossed than I'm not because when I put my feet flat on the floor, that's when I start to feel that shifting of the bone in my right knee. So I've noticed I sit now with my legs crossed more frequently than I don't. Hmm. Which I went for years where I couldn't even cross my legs. 
I don't, I, I don't know. I, when I got the x-rays done last year for my right knee, there's a, there's a couple of x-rays where they do both knees because yes, you're standing yeah. in front of the thing that, yep. and they get both. And they said then, you're not, your right, your left knee is worse than your right knee. Even though you have more pain, a tear in your right knee, you actually have more arthritis in your left knee. Yeah. And it hasn't gotten, hasn't, and not gonna get any better without them doing something surgically. So. I'm surprised that the osteoarthritis in my left knee doesn't bother me as much as I as it could. I think had I not lost the weight, well, I'm sure I'd at still, some point it will. I'm sure. I mean, there are days when I'm like, gosh, my knee hurts. And my left knee hasn't hurt for years. But my right one, it's not a happy camper. And I have no desire to do anything like any other surgery. Especially not with this shoulder the way it is. Fuck. <laughs> now, think back when I was talking about I need to buy, what did I say, by August? At the time, August or September, I was talking about I need to get my shoulder strong enough to be able to use a cane. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell no. Oh, absolutely not. No. 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 So I was actually doing strengthening exercises so that I could use a cane just in case I had surgery on my knee. So, our plan is to go to homecoming this year. Do you think your arm is going to be... Do you think you could use drumsticks by November? Why? Why would I need to use drumsticks? Well, sometimes you like to play. Play where? When? When when you go places. What are you talking about? You like to... We were just there. I didn't play anything. Because you could not. Your shoulder was like, absolutely not, sir. What I'm saying is now that you're repaired, do you think that you'll be able to... When we went last year, I hadn't had surgery yet. I know, but you were still in a ton of pain. You couldn't do it. Okay, I'm not worried about playing. I'm not going to be playing. Okay. That's not even a... That's not even a thing. But could I? Probably. If I started practicing right now, yeah, by by next year. What do you mean next year? By November. By next by next November, yeah, yeah, I could. Definitely. But there's more there's more to playing than just a shoulder. I there's know. the reconditioning of all the muscles to yeah. play. But sure, I could. If I really wanted to. Why? You just can't see it. You can't see it yet. I, I can't see through but, the pain yet. But, yeah, it's definitely. Even because if you strengthen it, like, for example, you might be able to play just fine. But then if you went to wave to somebody, it would hurt like crazy. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? I can that. that that that's that's where I'm at now. It's not it's not it's I, not you can't it's not that you have sharp, sharp, piercing pain with everything. So like I can sit here with my phone, I can sit here, look at my phone or whatever, and I can reach over here and I can grab something and I'm not, I'm not in any pain. And I can't do the reach over here yet. But wait, no I'm not in any pain. But if I go to pick up my glass, now I'm in pain. Yeah. Because I've reached out there and, and I'm sort of something. behind me and that kind of thing. So, so I stopped at Wendy's the other day because I was, I was getting ready to go to, to pick up the You towel. reached out of your window? I had to hand my card to the man and then get the drink. And he looked at me. He said, are you okay? I said, uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> I just sat there with my eyes closed for a second. I said, I'm going to be all right. Just give me a second because I can't. Because then he goes to hand me back the card. And I was like, you're going to have to hold on a second. I can't. Are you okay? I said no. I talk about that every time. Like I absolutely like, not. Tomorrow, taking King into the doctor. It's like I don't even want to park. No. Oh. Because they have to reach oh, out no. to the thing. Yeah, oh, I've been no. doing this all along. Well, when I went, I still had the brace on, so I was just pushing the button from the right side. Yeah, but to reach out of the car window no, and reach that's out. So painful. It's so to awful. the side. Awful. To the side, like out there. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh yeah. Trust me, I understand. I my mother asked me to get her food from Wendy's. Oh. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Very painful. God, it's awful. Mm-hmm. It is. It's very painful. Because basically it's kind of a motion you really don't really do much at all anyway. And then your arm is like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like, why are you even reaching this, doing this thing? Yep. But I went, I went and got the drink and I got a, I got a whole thing and then I ended up not eating any of the sandwich. I brought it back and gave it to Aaron because... Because what? I didn't, I don't know why I even got it. All I ate was the, a few fries. I don't and know why you got it to was, eat it. I was hungry, but I never ate it. <laughs> I ate some of the fries and I, I had some of the lemonade sandwich. and that was that. <laughs> when I picked Aaron up for his guitar thing that night, I took him sandwich and was like, here you go, here's a sandwich. Okay. Oh, that's funny. Man, what is up with Philadelphia? Philadelphia losing again. Look at this. Philadelphia, 11 and 5. New York Giants, 5 and 11. And Giants, 27. Philadelphia, 10. In the fourth quarter. Now, granted, Philadelphia is already in the playoffs. Yeah. But, come on, man. I mean, granted. Who won the, for the Minnesota, Minnesota game? The, the Lions? I believe yep. so. Yep, 30 to 20. Yeah. That's just disgusting. Yeah. I think Minnesota's out of the hunt. I believe. There's a shocker, but so is the Lions. The Lions are... It's the Lions, I don't care. The Lions have one of the best um, uh, records of the year. It's not... These Lions ain't those Lions. The Lions are 12 and 5. 
left. Only San Francisco is 12 and 4. Those are the only two teams that have 12. Oh no, Baltimore and Baltimore. 13 wins. What else is on your list? That's it. That's all I got. Wow. I told you it was a short list. It's a short, short. Because, you know, tired and sleepy is going on. I am tired and sleepy. No one. So, when I went for my uh, checkup for my CPAP, Did I you told... take yours back? No. Why not? I'm not being charged for it. Oh. Um, when I went for my, my checkup, She's like, well, we noticed that you're not using. And I was like, because it keeps me awake all night. And she's like, well, how much weight have you lost? And I told her. And she was like, yeah, you don't need it anymore. But we still have to have, like, a reevaluation. Now they do them at home. And I was getting ready to have the shoulder surgery. And she's like, well, we'll do it after. Maybe in February we'll do it. I don't know if February is far enough out. Because I'm still, I wake up. Every time I move, I wake up and drink. I wake up all night long, probably 20 times a day. Yeah, night. but if you put the mask on, you probably won't. You think? You'll probably sleep better. That's what happened to me. But you have apnea. Right. And I need it. But I also would fall asleep, have deeper sleep, and then pain would wake me up, and then I'd shift positions... And then go back into that sleep. Yeah, I haven't had that in a minute. Some deep sleep. I had a couple, like, one Saturday I woke up at, like, 9 in the morning. That was the first time since the surgery that I'd slept that late. Yep. I don't generally sleep that late anyway. <clears throat> but I had gone to bed at a regular time, not staying up all night, and then woke up late. Yeah. Like, this morning I was up at 4.30. Trust me. I, pain pain is a great motivator. It'll motivate your ass right out of that bed. Sure will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It sure will. And it's funny because the, the kids know, like I keep take my ice pack uh, wrap thing with me. I keep ice packs at work. The, the children will see me with the wrap on and Miss Karen, is your owie hurting today? Yes, my owie is hurting today. Yep, please don't touch it. They could touch it, it wouldn't bother you. What what's gonna bother you now is you moving it. Like you trying to even avoid being touched. Yeah. It's gonna hurt you way more than someone actually touching it. Yep. But I'm I'm still doing the exercises because I don't I don't really want to go back to physical therapy. They've lowered our copay, but it's still forty bucks a pop for physical therapy instead of fifty. Mm. And I, I just can't afford it. I. It almost it almost seems like they don't want you to go. Right. Because honestly. If you had, I mean, yes, you can do your therapy on your own, but you're going to have to go at least once to find out what you need to be doing. Yeah. Or what you shouldn't do. Right. Um, I don't know. I have one this week. I just don't know what day it is. The, the whole therapy thing, that's the thing about, like, when I, after I have knee surgery, it's like, 
Give me the exercises. Just give me the exercises. Tuesday at 7 a.m. You know, I'll do them at home. Oh, I didn't have I'm any. Not... I didn't do physical therapy for either of my really big knee surgeries. I did it all at home on my own. I don't even remember what I did for my left knee. I remember what I did for my left knee. I know, but what did I do? You went to physical therapy. Did I? Yes, you did, because you could drive. You could go to the place. I couldn't get out of the house. The first the first one I couldn't drive. Remember, I drove a stick. I could not drive. You were driving my car because I just had Aaron. You went to physical therapy. Maybe the second one. Not the first one. The one that had the lateral release. I don't think I went to physical therapy for that. Yes, you did. I remember wearing that brace. You went to physical therapy. <clears throat> well, I ain't going this time. Because I ain't spending $40 every freaking visit. Every time. And they'll want you to go like three times a week. Yep. Which and is you don't psycho. need it. I mean, you know what to do. You know how you know, the exercises you need. I, I think what I'm going to do is try to get the exercises from the doctor. Or you could do what I did when we were in Mexico, and I just went to the YouTubes. What is the, yeah. And I looked up physical, physical therapy, therapy exercises for <laughs> knee surgery. Uh-huh. For ACL surgery and meniscus repair. That's what I did. And because I wasn't, I wasn't going to, to the physical therapy office because none of them spoke English. Right. So what was the point? I had a ball. I had all the things I needed. I just did it all myself. I have full range of motion. When I told them that at my physical therapy office that I didn't go for either knee, and they were like, well, what did you have done? And I told them, they were like, wait a minute, you didn't go for either time? And I was like, nope. Well, why are you here now? And I said, because I was told I had to be here. And they were like, weren't you told you had to be there for the knee? And I said, I physically couldn't go. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I like the uh, the idea of someone being able to objectively look at you and know and follow your progress. Yeah. The physical manipulation of the joint when when that's available and something that's beneficial, you can't get that at home. Right, and that's well, and I told him that. I was, I was very honest. I said, the only reason I'm really here is for the physical manipulation. I don't need any of the other stuff. Right. But I do need that massage and that that movement by somebody who knows what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Because it's not really massage. It's... It's not. It's... They're targeting the area yep. to allow you to do movements that will then allow you to strengthen the part that has been repaired right and but with knee stuff especially like the meniscus thing i think they're you know i think i'm supposed to after that i think this i'm supposed to be walking the same day yeah like you're not supposed to not you're not supposed to stop you're supposed to get the surgery and Keep then going. go because we did that for our first ones you keep saying we i did not when I had a lateral release, I was not... Remember, I wasn't even supposed to be up. Oh, you had what are you talking about? Right. I'm thinking the ones that we had, like, days apart. You're talking about the second one. 
Yeah. Where they did a cleanup of the cartilage that was frayed and all that, yeah. where it wasn't that. But then when I had that, get huge and you had to what, go have liquid removed from it. Sure, but when I had the lateral release, I was on the couch for like oh more than like two weeks. Remember all the ice? That was the second one. No, that was the first one. We were in the apartment for your first one when Aaron was born. Yes. I was on a futon with the baby. When you were in the basement with all the ice, that was your second one. Okay. Yeah. That was the second one. And that was when we had them back to back. And mine wasn't nearly as much as yours. Well, I know. That, that was the one where they reshaped your kneecap. Or like no. did something to your bone. It was the it wasn't the kneecap, it was the cartilage on the back side of the knee. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, there there's no thanks. Um Man Belichick gone. You know fire his ass now. I wouldn't be surprised if if, if Belichick's fired before the end of the week. Why? Because there's such a crazy season. Oh god. Yeah, Bill Belichick's about to be gone from New England. They everybody's talking about this is his last game. Huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, Belichick is it's over. That's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Belichick is done. He's a done he's a done dude. He's a done deal. He might go to another club. He might retire, but he's done. And he knows it. Fired. You're fired. Basically, he I would say that they're gonna they're gonna get rid of Bill Belichick because he's been the coach and the GM and I think the head of player personnel or something. He he he, he wore he wore more than one hat for New England. And ever since um what everybody's talking about is ever since uh, Tom Brady left, or the fact that Tom Brady left because Bill was an ass. That that is what's driving his decision making is him wanting to be in control of all of these areas when in reality he should only just be the coach. Yeah, yeah. And then let people who specialize in being a general manager and the other things let them do those jobs and he shouldn't have a say right um but the problem is he's had a say all this time yeah so then and what a lot of people have been saying is they might go and say you can be the coach but all the other stuff you can't do anymore and then he'll just quit right that's that's what people are saying that you know, how it might go down, because then it gives him a choice. Right. As opposed to him being fired. I say they should just fire his ass. Because well, anybody cheaper. else, they would fire him. Probably they fire coaches for so much less. Yo, sure. But it's probably cheaper if they let him quit. I don't know. I don't know what his contract, because his contract might be up. I don't know. Oh, true. But, yeah, they've got to... 
I'm telling you, he, he, he's most likely he's he's at the end. He's he's come to the end of his run. All right, you got anything else? I don't. That's it. That's all you got. Yep. Wow, you're just sad, bunny. I don't have anything else. You got any uh, anything's coming up in the next uh, the next next couple weeks? Any big news? I don't think so. No big stuff. No, nope. um, I'm just um. Just regular, regular every day. Yeah, I was tasked the last week to start helping some of the other centers hire new staff. Um, so I'm going to be focusing on trying to help get these centers fully staffed because they can't. We can't accommodate any more children in our building. Our building is licensed to have 161 children in it at any time. I have 166 enrolled. That doesn't mean 166 come every day, but exactly. I haven't that many enrolled. Yep. So I can't accommodate any more kids, but then the center across the street from me, which is part of our company, can't accommodate any of the children because they don't have enough staff. And then two others that are nearby, three others that are nearby, they can't accommodate any more children because they aren't fully staffed. And so I probably had like 40 applicants within a seven day period for my center. I can't use them all clearly. And so my boss asked me if I would help uh, with these other centers and get them staffed. So that's what I'm going to be focusing on. That sounds exciting. It's not. Like, it's also You're very moving into your DM role. It's very frustrating that I'm t training my DM on some things. But you're also moving into that role. I'm trying. I'm you're, really you're trying. moving into your final uh, your I, final form. I, I want to be a DM, and I want to I wanna get out of Michigan. See, that's what we need right there. Yep, that's exactly what we need. Big piece of land, no neighbors. A house, giant barn, where the makery can be. Oh, we need more than one outbuilding. Why? Don't you talk about a zoo. We need our that, puppy farm. See, see, you want to have a damn zoo that you ain't never going to see. I'm going to snuggle our little faces. <laughs> no, you're not. You're going to look out the window and say, I have things out there I could snuggle. No, I'm going to go snuggle our little faces. <laughs> so funny. I need to find another property like the one in Alabama, that dream property. Find a job nearby. So Was it in Greenbow? I don't, don't think so. Not in Greenbow, Alabama. <laughs> Greenbow, Alabama! No, but it was the dream property. I'm sure there's more. It had everything we wanted and then some. But the thing is, you're not going to want to find the dream property in the north. I don't want the dream property in the north. I don't want to be in the north. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of other properties. I want to be in the Scotland. But that's the north. Listen, it's the Scotland. That's literally the... That's norther, norther than now. If any of 
listeners. <laughs> That's more north than we are right now. Know how to find the immigration status of a grandparent. Please email us. What does that mean? The well, immigration status of a grandparent? Well, I need That's to, not what you want. I, yes, it is. I need the to immigration know. status of a grandparent. That's not what you want. What do I want then? Tell me. What person are you trying to find the immigration status of? My grandmother. That's not immigration. I need to know if my grandmother became a citizen of the United States or not. And I need to know if she did. How do you, oh, you're talking about here, not there. But why would... But why wouldn't she have been? She lived here... Because she, they also offered... A 60-year war bride visa. So I don't know if my grandma ever became an immigrant or became a national citizen or if she was just here on that 60-year war bride visa. And if she did become a citizen of the United States, did she become a citizen before or after my father was born? That's all important. Because if it was after my dad was born, I can get citizenship for the United for the UK right now and because so I get it, you get it. Before. If she was if she was a citizen of the US after my dad was born. If she got it after he was born. Why does his birth matter? Because she would have been an American when my father was born and not But she held dual citizenship. I know but what does that right? have? I know that she still held her British citizenship because I remember seeing her British passport and she got a British pension until the day she died. But you're what does that have to do with being a British citizen? The birth of your father. Because his mother would have been a British citizen, not an American. But I don't know where to find it. I found like the what ship manifest with her. I, I guess I'm not, I'm not. I'm not understanding. Why does it matter? You're you're wanting to prove that she was a British citizen. But that's so just what, is what it, they've asked me. I know, but what is it? That's what I'm asking. What does it matter when she became a U.S. citizen, if at all? If she, she didn't, there's a. She's absolutely a British citizen. She was until the day she died. That's what. But I'm saying, no matter what, she was a British citizen. I don't know, Aaron. This is just the questions that I've been asked by the immigration people that do this, do this dual citizenship stuff. I guess I'm not understanding why having a child matters to your status. Your status is your status. You are what you are. It doesn't matter. Like Because I'm trying to become... Not you, your oh, grandmother. Sorry. Like, what does it matter when she had it's, a child? It's about my father's status, not my grandmother. Like, my grandmother, if my grandmother... So you're trying to prove your father's status, not your grandmother's status. My father is an American because he was born here. Right. No matter what. Right. But was his mother considered an American at the same time? That matters. Why does that matter? That's what I don't understand. Because she was, no matter what, a British citizen. I don't know why it matters. I'm just, that's, so I need to know where to even look for that. Because I've gone to like a whole bunch of different places and that's how I found the ship manifest with her on it into Ellis Island. Okay. And I have that like... Doesn't, that doesn't give you... 
has nothing to do with citizenship. No. That's just no, a rival. Right. It seems like the United States government could give you that information, but they may not release it to you. So the United States government has that information. But where do I look for it? Because I've gone to like the immigration. That might be a phone call. The nationalization. But that might site. be a phone call. That's not. That may not. Those records may not even be digital. You're talking... Well, the ship manifest was digital. There's Everybody is digitizing everything from the past, but what you're looking for may not be readily available in a digital format. Yeah. And it may, you know, that that's one of those, it's on microfiche somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's in some drawer or some shit. Okay. You got anything else? I got towels. What are you going to do with them? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure you will. For what? We should probably put a grommets in them and then... Can I hang it up? You can hang them up. I have no more space in my office to hang things up. What? Oh, you got space. Uh-uh. You need to switch out your, your artwork. I do need to switch out my artwork. Buy art. Buy art. That red painting is mine, mine, mine. I don't share. That one's mine. I don't know what you're talking about. The other painting is on the website for sale, but that red one is mine. Is it in your office? Okay. You made it for me. I did not. Yes, you did too. No, I don't do that. Buy art. The abstract. All right. If you... Want to find the Traveling Fires? You can find us at the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, wherever awesome podcasts are sold for free at the Traveling Fires. If you want to check out our Instagram and Twitters, you can find us at Traveling Fires. You want to send Karen an email, travelingfars at gmail.com. And the blog space, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No E's in the blueberry. You can also find our... That's Dan uh, art on farscards.com. All of the art. All of the making stuff. All of the woodwork. All the t-shirts, all the stuffs. You can order a custom tee. You can get designs that have been uploaded. Designs are made literally daily. I'm always making stuff. I don't know how many I made today. Maybe ten. I'm always making them. What else you got? I know you got more. You can find us at the Patreon. Right. Traveling far. This week, gifts will go out to all the patrons. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's our first year of sending out gifts to the patrons for the Traveling Fars podcast. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. And it's got our new Traveling Fars design on it. I like that new... Uh, mm-hmm. I like that. I think we need to make that into a signage. Yeah. As well as... Other stuff. Merch. All, all the stuffs. Yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. You got anything else? Nope. You ready to go? I am. Gotta pee? I do. Ah! I knew it! <laughs> I knew it! It's 
cold down here. Say goodbye to the people. Bye, people. Peace.